Hey everyone, this is Alvin from Lifepack and I am excited to be back yet again with another episode of the Lifepack podcast. Now, if you've been following up to um with everything that we've been sharing for the past months, years probably, um you will come to the realization that uh of late, especially this year, we've been covering a number of books. We started from um which book was it? that was um ideas rule the world and then we went on to ikigai and then we went on to um i think that, that's it if i'm not mistaken and now we are entering into a new series of a new book that i'm excited to be sharing with us all and for many of you that have been part of the broadcast we have gone ahead to share uh updates on the book i believe it's no longer uh, unfamiliar with a number of you the book the richest man in babylon now this is coming straight from business knowledge for all, all of you that are into business or even if you're not into business but you have an urge one day you expect to get into business or maybe in the future you expect to enter business or you may not be in a business particularly but you are obligated to follow these principles that we're going to be talking about in this book. Now, uh, again, I want to thank you for tuning in, for listening, to for taking time to download for those of you that take time to download the episodes. The probably uh, go ahead the extra mile and share the links with friends. And um it's been quite a busy month, uh the previous month November, and uh, we took time to examine exactly which book that we had to put out there. probably that's why we delayed to release another episode i personally apologize for that but uh we are picking up again i needed to be sure which book exactly we were going to do and i'm excited to be uh sharing uh the contents of this book and the wisdom in this book it's quite unique and yet i'm pretty sure a number of you are familiar with the concepts that we're going to be talking about and also i'd like to send shout outs to the life pack investment club members all of you guys are awesome and uh we are going to be talking about the things that we've been dealing with that we've been handling that are part of a lot of the business that we do together as investors and i hope that in the very conversations that we're going to be holding then the same mind going to impart a certain wisdom into the rest of you that are listening out there so um thank you for tuning in i think let's get started now uh we are going to share a brief introduction to the book for today and as we progress from week to week we shall be releasing episodes concerning the respective chapters of the book and the basic highlights that have made uh the book quite uh immense for a start and also I'd like to involve and indulge a number of you if you pick something from the book that you feel is worth sharing would be glad and extremely excited to have it presented here right with us so uh in simple terms the richest man in babylon is a concept it's a book written with a concept with very many concepts about business babylon in the olden days was known to be great grew to become one of the most powerful nations and peoples uh in the beginning of the book they explain how babylon really comes about the history of the nation and the city 
and they talk about the people. There was a lot of trade that was ongoing in Babylon. It was a center of trade, a center of business where everybody all over the world used to come and transact in one way or another to get a source of income, to get a way of living. The major forms of exchange, of course, we're talking about in terms of money and monetary terms was gold, probably some silver and some copper, you know, as you know, they were mostly dealing in trade of um, uh, commodities, exchanging using money that was in form of gold and, and silver. So uh, the book begins with two friends. There's so much concept. There's a lot of things to do uh, with this book and they cut across every area of life that you know. And I'm really glad that we're going to have to talk about some one book that is talking about so many things at the same time. So we're not just hitting two birds with one stone, we're hitting almost 10 birds and above with one stone. So uh, this is pretty much interesting. So uh, two friends, Bansir and Kobe, Koba, I think, Koba, should be Koba. They're having a discussion and they're talking about their lives and they are past a certain age, probably. I'm, I'm assuming they're in their 40s or 30s. And they're discussing, they're having a discussion about how life has treated them, their well-to-do. They have professions that they aspire to be. One was a professional chariot builder. He made chariots for the rich, chariots for horse, for, for, for horsemen or uh, armies, kings and, and, and the, the kind. And then the other was a, I forget, was he building instruments? Yes, I think he was building musical instruments or something of the sort. And uh, they were involved in a certain profession that they were excited about. They loved what they were doing. But at the end of the day, they discovered that there was something that was missing. They looked about in Babylon and they were, they felt honored to be in a city or in a nation, in a country of people that had so much opportunity in one of the richest and wealthiest cities in the entire world. They came to believe that they were, or they had the opportunity to be living in such a place where the center of exchange takes place. But at the end of the day, they realized that they were not satisfied with the kind of life that they were living. And so, Bansir is talking about so many things and his friend is listening and trying to give feedback concerning a number of issues that he's addressing. And they talk about how their families are wealthy. They're not so wealthy and yet not so poor. And at the same time, there's that bit of satisfaction. And long story short, Bansir and Koba, Koba, I like Koba, I think it's Koba, they, they decide, they determine that the money or the kind of wealth that they want is not the kind that they have. They come to the realization that for so long they've worked, but they don't realize any difference. You know, there's a, there's a possibility they could be wealthy, but they are not. They could be satisfied with the life that they're living, but they are not. They could count the number of properties they had and just item one, two, three. And it was not enough to satisfy a man in that time to call himself worthy of wealth. Their families weren't doing badly. 
they had a happy family. They were good in terms of family, but they were not satisfied with the kind of lifestyle they were living. They, they thought there was something more. And so there's a lot of aspects here. I'm seeing two friends, which calls for a principle of association. The friends that we make either build us or they break us. A wise man once said that, show me uh, uh, your friends and I'll know your success. I'll know your, the level of success that you're at. Meaning the people that you surround yourself with are a total sum of the success, either the potential of the, of the potential of the success that you have is among us, the people and associations you make, or those people are the direct influence of who you are. Uh, John Maxwell says that in, in the law of, uh, the law of attraction, okay, it actually connects to the law of attraction, but though he likes to call it the law of magnetism, he says, we are the people we attract, right? You know, you don't, you don't get to associate with the people you want because you are not what you want. You want to be around interesting people. You want to be around funny people. You want to be um, around innovative and, 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 and critical thinking people. You want to be around wealthy people. Okay, let's not go as far as wealthy because there are also some wealthy people that are, you know. Mm -hmm. You want to be around people that are fun. You want to be around people that are high energy people. But then that is what you want, but it is not who you are. And so there's a conflict in an individual who wants to be something, who wants to be surrounded with people of a certain caliber that their character isn't. And in this law, he states that we are directly, we get who we are, we don't get what we want. And I think I read about the same concept in the law of attraction, that we, we, we don't get the universe as, as we know it does not just give you what you want, it gives you what you think. And just like the scripture says that a man, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. You do not get to, you don't get to attract the things that you want or don't want. You attract the things that you think. You attract the things that make up your personality. So it becomes a responsibility for an individual to take up their own cross, to guard up their own, the loins of their minds and their imaginations and transform themselves from the inside to without. Because we want a change of people on the outside, but we're not willing to make to pay the price that is required for us to make the transformation on the inside. So the law of magnetism determines the kind of friends, associations that we make. And uh, I'd also encourage you to look for an episode in the life back called People. It's pretty interesting. I, I, I love to listen to it because it reminds me of what I ought to be doing and what I need to be doing and where I am based on what I should be or should or what I'm not doing. So, uh, the law of magnetism is it works best when you you become what you want you should firstly think about what you want then cross check i want to be wealthy i want to be surrounded by innovative people i want to be surrounded with nice people i want to be surrounded with funny people i want to be surrounded with kind people now ask yourself of the five characteristics you've just written down, how many of them are who you are? 
how many of these characteristics do you have? And I'm not asking you to think of an event of five years or five months from now behind. I'm talking about a state of mind. Do you think kind? Do you think wealth? Do you think innovative? Do you think big? Do you think shy? Do you think proud? Do you think uh, courageous? Do you think boldness? You know? Those are the questions you should be asking. And if you start crossing out each and every one of these things, if at the end of the day, all five of them are crossed out, then don't be shocked why you're surrounded by the kind of people that you're surrounded. So if you want to change the kind of atmosphere, the kind of associations you make, you need to not only go seek them out, but you need to understand what characteristics they have. Build the character, become the wise people that you want to attract. Iron sharpens iron. So the day that you find or be found by someone that is wise, you may not even be looking for them. Many a times we look for the things that are supposed to be seeking us because we are not positioned in the kind of character that those things require to find us in. So the conflict becomes even worse. Now back to the book here, Bansir and Kobe. Koba, sorry, are the kinds of associations or friends that I believe are quite constructive. Constructive friendships always seek to sharpen one another, always seek to build one another. Look, if you're in a friendship where you're doing nothing, you're not progressing, you're not digressing, you're just breathing. Well, you can breathe for as long as you want, but that's as far as it can get. One of you should be in position to take one higher not lower you should be in position to have friends that are in position to bring you up and if you're the kind that brings others up you also need to be the kind that seeks for friends that are going to take you up yourself you know it's not enough to be the one that's always helping it's also good that you find one that can help you because you might think that you're giving enough of help yet you actually need it yourself in the time and event that you need to, you need the help that you're giving to others and they can't give it to you, you need someone who is above you, who challenges your character and, 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 and provokes you to become better that you might actually give. Because that's the paradox. That's just how the law works, you know. In order to receive, you must give. Now, you cannot give what you don't have. Therefore, become the kind of person you want to attract before you attract the people that you want to attract. You want to be attract nice people? Be nice. You want to attract brilliant people? Seek wisdom. It's simple. Seek wisdom. Make yourself, invest in yourself before you, you want someone else to invest in you. So Bansir and Koba are talking about, they want to become wealthy. They're tired of being... I don't, I don't think they were broke, but well, based on how they were expressing themselves, they compared themselves with a number of people that they considered to be of high standard, and they realized that they were not yet there. There was a certain dissatisfaction that they had that pushed them to realize that, you know what, we need to be wealthy, but what are we going to do? Because Bansir said, I've been building these things for a number of years, but the little even that which i make out of this is not enough to make me as wealthy as what i really feel comfortable with and so they talk about these things and they wonder oh let us then make haste you know the interesting thing about the book is that it's written in 
you know ancient english the the thou there's they some of yeah they're there you know so you'll see a number of them and some of the english is not the, quite the, the familiar kind of english that you expect but it's quite interesting the way it's written because it it, it expresses the ancience of 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 uh, the, the the wisdom of babylon in itself as babylon i mean babylon it was babylon we don't have a current babylon we can relate to where the current babylon could be but it's not babylon as of today so Banser and Koba finally realize and this is another principle in this life anything and everything you need that you do not have right now even as we speak right now there is something that you don't have but another man has another woman has it it's in someone else everything that you do not have is in someone else and it it's it's just a matter of humility to understand that i don't have this someone should have it and another level of humility says we should seek the wisdom from those that have it so banser and koba decide to go on a mission on a quest for wisdom and they looked through all babylon and they wondered why why shouldn't we go and seek out this wisdom let's look for the richest man in babylon and find him and sit him down and ask him the secrets to his wealth and when they finally seeed all the men there was one man that was standing out of all and his name was arkad now arkad was a wealthy wealthy man they actually said we started with arkad but this guy we were all sitting in the same class same instructors same teachers but how be it that after our studies we were actually better than him they said they said we were better than arkad in class we 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 studied together but we were better than this guy and how be it that he is all up there in wealth and we are here there is something that he discovered that we do not know and i think we need to actually go ahead and do it and ask him because arkad was the kind of man that could empty his 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 they call it his golden bag and throughout the year he could empty it and refill it and yet feel like there is nothing that he has emptied he was that wealthy he would spend as much or even beyond and still have more than enough left and so these two guys are talking about this and they're wondering why don't we just go and steal one of them was saying why don't we just go and steal from arkad and banser said that's foolishness arkad even that which which we steal from him he would still have more from where it comes why because he has an income it keeps he they say that he has an income that always supplies the bag it's always coming in that even as much as he takes out there are principles that maintain that which comes in that even if he gets something out he has the ability and power to keep it flowing and so they said to each other why don't we go and seek arkad and sit him down and ask him what he did to attain this wisdom to build wealth and that my friends was the beginning of the book the richest man in babylon now again another principle seeking wisdom 
another one is giving, you know? Banzer and Koba realize that they need to go seek wisdom. And they said, let's not just get this for ourselves. Let's also go and get other friends who have the same desire. It always starts with a desire, a certain dissatisfaction to live a certain lifestyle. Let's go get them. They were not selfish enough to say, no, let's go the two of us, and then we discover, and then we also become wealthy, and then we, we settle down. They say, let's go pick others and take them with us. And we sit at the feet of Arkad and allow him to teach us the wisdom that he has acquired to attain all the wealth. Then we shall make wealth for ourselves. Then we shall have good lives. And so the quest begins. I want to stop here for now because it's 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 quite an interesting book. I've read about the story of Arkad and it's very, very impressive. I don't want to get into all that right now. I believe the introduction is quite enough for what is required for you to dive into the book yourself. That as we come, as you come to listen to every other episode, you are simply receiving what you have already participated. So it's it's an amazing book with a lot of principles that I'm excited we're going to be talking about. So don't wait to open that book for the next episode. If you want, you can, but take initiative. If the introduction has been intriguing enough, take time to open the next chapter and read the beginning of The Richest Man in Babylon. That's it for today, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And I would kindly request that you share this link with someone. If anybody you feel needs to hear any of the episodes that we've shared in the past and you feel it could be a blessing to them, don't hesitate. Share the link because you only receive what you've given and you can only give what you've received. So don't be so selfish with it. Give to anybody. You never know who it might bless or it might answer questions to and for someone. So thank you for tuning in. Bye for now.